Continuing the Mar here on uh, Daf Nun Vav, we're starting from Nun Hamid Beis, the bottom of the Yomid. We just uh, began the sugya of Sikrikun, and the Mishnah had mentioned that there was a difference in Allah and Sikrikun between during the Zman of the Mochama and not in the Zman of the Mochama. We'll talk much more about Sikrikun in future Dafim. But first, the Gemara takes this opportunity to focus on the stories of the Chorban. Obviously, we hear during Ben Amitzarm, during the three weeks, very appropriate Dafim. These are the Dafim that a person is allowed to learn. On Tishabov, uh, so we'll try to go through the Dafim. Obviously, the Dafim are, are very, very large, uh, so we won't be able to go into so much depth in the Dafim, but we'll, we'll try to get good shot, at least according to Rashi, in most of the Sugyas. So, Amar B'yechanan, says B'yechanan to begin the Sugya. Maidiksev, we're about uh, seven, eight lines up from the bottom of Nun Hamid Beis. Amar B'yechanan, Maidiksev, what's Pshat in the Pasuk and Mishrei? The Pasuk and Mishrei says, Ashrei Odom Mefachid Tomid. It's good if a person should be Mefachid, obviously Yorei Shemayim. Umakshe Liboy, someone who's hard of his heart and he's not worried about the future. Yipol Biro, he will fall into bad times, bad things will happen. What is this referring to? Says the this is referring to the stories that happened, the people did not understand the repercussions for their actions. Obviously, all these stories we're going to be talking about are on the Devar Hateva level of what caused the Chorban. We know the other Sugyas and the Shas talk about Gilirais and Shvichas Damer, Menavei Zara and Sinas Chinam. These Sugyas are, also going to, are mostly going to be focusing on the practical level. So the first story, the Gemara says, Akamtza Ubar Kamtza The story of Kamtza Bar Kamtza caused the destruction of of Yerushalayim. We'll go through the story shortly. The city called Tormakor, Har HaMelech, that, that city was destroyed, obviously during during these wars, because of a chicken. What are we talking about? We'll see in the Gemara. And Ashaka de Rispak, it sounds like a, a wall as part of a caravan, some sort of wall, or it sounds like maybe an axle, some part of the caravan, Choruf Beta, that led to the destruction of the famous city of Beta. So we're going to go through each one of these stories. What happened with Kamsa? The person, his friend's name was Kamsa. And his enemy's name was Bar Kamsa. So this person, whose name is actually, interestingly enough, never mentioned in the story, he's actually the... Uh, the, the one who causes the whole issue, his name is never mentioned. So, Amal al he said to his servant, Zil Aisli Kamtsa, invite my friend Kamtsa. Azul Aisli Bar Kamtsa. It sounds like the servant made a mistake, and he made a mistake and he invited Bar Kamtsa. So the owner of the Suda, the person who's making the Suda, sees his enemy, sworn enemy, Bar Kamsa sitting there. Amalei Michti. You're, you're my sworn enemy. My Baisacha, what are you doing? Kumpuk, get out. I don't know how you got an invitation. It's a mistake. Get out. Amalei. So Bar Kamsa said to him, Since I'm already here, let me stay. I'll pay for my Suda, right? Don't, don't, don't make such a deal. I'll pay for my Suda. Nothing doing, get out. I'll pay for half the suda, just don't embarrass me, don't throw me out. Get out. I'll pay you for the whole suda, just don't embarrass me. Nothing doing. Grabbed him by his arm, lifted him up, and he threw him out. Bar Kamsa says to himself, and all the bigger shashivas were sitting there, but nobody came to stop this bizarre that happened to me. We see that they're more interested in, uh, in I guess, the support that this Baal Suda was giving them than, uh, than the bizarre that happened to me. I will go and be malshin on them and, and t- say bad things to them to the king. We're talking about the Roman king. 
Azal, by the Churban Bayesheni we're talking. Azal, Amr Lelekesa, Mardubachah Yudai. So he spread a rumor, uh, maybe he got to the king himself or the local governor. He said, the Jews are rebelling. You can't just say a rumor like that. The Jews are good citizens. They pay taxes. What do you mean they're rebelling? I'll show you. Shadlai Kurban, send the carbon. You'll see if they're mark of your carbon. Now, a guy is allowed to send the carbon. Right? A guy is allowed to send the carbon. Rashi brings that we're Makablin and Darvin and Davers from a guy. And that's why in Ish, the rabbis, Esavayt Kechav, a guy is allowed to send the carbon. But he said, you'll see. They won't be mark of your carbon. Okay. So the king said, I'll try. So he sent what's called the third eagle that's born from a mother, which is supposed to be the best carbon. He's saying, I'm going to send the best animal to be my carbon. was bringing the animal. He made a little cut on the lip of the animal. Some say it was a little cut on the eye. What's the issue? Duchta, place of this mum, they'll be done having mum. And our halacha, that's already considered mum, the carbon's possible. With the two love mumu, by a goy, a goy understands the concept of a mum and not bringing a carbon that's appropriate for, uh, for a Kurdish or for a Vidazara. But by them, uh, uh, you need a significant cut, you're missing a limb, something like that, not just a little cut on the lip. So therefore, the guy wouldn't understand what the issue here is. So they brought it to the base of Mikdash. They checked the carbon, as you check all carbonists, and they found this moon. And now they realize they're in a political mess. So therefore, the Savarabonin, so the Rabonin decided, they said to get together, and they said, you know what? Let's go be mark of the carbon anyways. They realized they're in a very difficult political situation. It's better for us to be over the Saver, be mark of the carbon, et etc., et cetera, and uh, just be mark of it. Was there, and he was one of the Sanhedrin. He said, He said, People are going to know about this. The story is going to spread. People are going to know. People are going to think that there's no problem with bringing a Balmum in the Mizbech. We can't do that. Okay. So some of them They said, Let's kill Barkamsa. He won't tell the king what happened. Nobody will know. Then people start a rumor that if you bring an animal with hatch kachim, or if you if you make a mum in a kachim, which is an iser, they'll think it's a chiv misa, and it's not. So therefore, he he put them, he made them stuck. They couldn't be mark of it, and they couldn't kill him. That he was an onav. Rashi says the onav over here means that he was soivel then, that he, he refused to act stringently with them to kill him, etc. That led on some level, obviously on a practical level, to the Churban bias. That caused us to go out into Gullus. Why? So Shadr Lu and Irun Kesar, because they sent back the Nirun Kesar, that the Jews are rebelling, and you see they're not bringing mark of the carbon of the king. So Kiyasa, so Nirun Kesar, so Shadr Lu and Irun Kesar. So I'm sorry, they sent that back to the king, and the king said, I'm going to send Nirun. Nirun Kesar doesn't mean he's the king. Nirun Kesar means like a, he's, a, he's the head general of the army, and he's going to come to attack Eretz Yisrael. Kiyasa, when he got close to Eretz Yisrael from Rome, wherever he was, Shadr Gira Lemizrach, he sent a arrow, he shot an arrow towards the east. It turned in the air and it fell towards whatever direction it was in, towards Yerushalayim. Lemayev, he shot to the west. He shot in all directions. So he said, clearly, Gosh intends to, to destroy Yerushalayim and he's sending me as a shleich to do it. But, he said to a child who was there, what Pasuk did you learn in Chedah? This was the way that they had, even though we had no Nevi'im, the Gemara says there was Nevu'ah, give it over to the children. Tell me what Nevu'ah you learned. What Pasuk you learned. Amalei, he quoted him, the Pasuk says, Gosh says, I will take revenge on the Goyim for what they did to Kalah Yisrael. So Amar, so Niran Keres says to himself, 
He wants to destroy Klai, so he wants to destroy the Bezimigdash. But he's then going to take revenge against me. I don't want to be involved in this. Arak, he ran away. He deserted the army. Wow, he was Megayer. Venafik, he never mayor. And from Nero and Kesa, the Raman's Mashmeh was his son, the other Gur Farsham say it was a grandson or a great grandson, but the great mayor who was Maxitar to Kleiso came from this Nero and Kesa. Amazing story. Okay. So he was gone. So the king in Rome sent Shadulil Aspasianus Kesa. He sent a different general. Aspasianus. Also Tsarlat Lashon. See, you can't just attack Yushlam, it had a big wall around it. So he made a siege. Three years the siege. There were three rich Jews inside the old city of Yerushalayim that could support them. Nagdim and Ben-Gurim, Ben-Kalbosavu, who we're familiar with from Rabbi Akiva's story, it was his father-in-law, ben what are these three rich people? Nagdim and Ben-Gurim, Shinoktolei we had this Gemara in Tainus that he lent... Uh, that he borrowed, he borrowed water and he didn't pay it back on time. And then uh, they, they said, you didn't pay it back. You owe us the money. It turns out it was cloudy and uh, the sun did not set yet. And then it rained and all the water got paid back. So we see a nace happened to him. That's why he was called Nakdima in Memgurinshin. Nokto The sun was held up for him. Ben Kalba Savua, why is he called Kalba Savua, a, a satisfied dog? If you came into his house when you were hungry like a dog, you came out when you were fully satisfied. What has been Tzitzis HaKeses? Shaitzitzasa, his clothing, Negreris Algabi Kisois, on top of chairs, meaning that they, they treated him with COVID. Ikediami Shaikisai Mutelis Pingdali Remi, that when he went to Rome, he was treated with the respect of a Roman senator or governor. Okay. So one of these Tamidicham said, they're rich, each one of these three people. I have enough barley and wheat for everybody. I have salt and I have oil. Umashcha, salt, oil, and wine. V'chadamar b'detzivi, I have wood. So because you have to be able to cook. You need firewood. V'shavkar b'on detzivi. V'chista kol aklidi havei mosar l'shamei, all the keys used to give to his servants, barbi detzivi, except for the firewood. D'amar v'chista, akal b'dechiti b'y shisin, akal b'detzivi, akal b'detzivi, for a certain amount of chitin, b'y shisin, akal b'detzivi, you need 60 times more firewood, meaning you can have all the food in the world, if you don't want to cook it with, it's not worthful. Worth anything, and therefore he kept the keys for the firewood, and therefore also one of these rich people who had the firewood, that was an extremely important part of the strategy. So, if everything would have been equal, they could have supported all of Christ for a siege for 21 years, and there's basically no way the Romans would ever have a siege for 21 years. But, there was these Yidin over there, Amongst all the fighting, infighting that was happening in Klaiso, there was a group who wanted to go to war with the Romans. And they realized that the, the Jews, based on all this wealth that they had there, would not have to go to war. They could just hold out. So the Rabbanan said, let's go make peace with them. No, we have the upper hand because we can hold out from a siege. Let's try to make peace with the Goyim. The Bayuni said, nothing doing, no peace, war. They said, we're going to go to fight the war. The Rabbanan said to the Bayoni, you're going to lose. You, you, maybe we can hold out from, the, from going to war, but in a war, you're not going to win. So, so they burnt down the storehouses of the food. Some gears have over here, not just the food, but also 
of the other things as well. Rashi's gives us mashrachiti v'sari v'avikafna, and then there was a hunger. So once there's a hunger, then already you have no choice. So Marta, what, how hungry were the people? So Marta bas baisus atirasiti v'shalayim havi. She was one of the richest Jews in Yerushalayim. The Gemara Ksubas talks about how much of a giant Ksubas she had. She was very very rich. So Jerusalem shucha, so she but she had no food left in the house. She sent her shliach to the market to buy food. Which is the highest quality of flour. And also, when she got there, is Dabin. There was none left. So, also, for whatever reason, the Shriach did not just buy the next best. And also, also, Amarla, Smida Leka, Chirusa Leka. There's no Smida, there's a little lower quality. So I'm like, okay, Zilai Sili, go bring me that. And also, Isbun, that was gone also. Also, Amarla, Chirusa Leka, Gushkur Ika. It's the next lowest level. I'm like, Zilai Sili, and also, Isbun, that was also gone. Only kimcha uh, desai, which made barley flour, which is considered animal food. I'm like, okay, zil isli, bring it. There was nothing left. Shlifa, So she put on her shoes. She said, I'm going to go check it out myself to see what's going on here. I need to buy food. I have nothing left to eat. So I can find something to eat. She, uh, she, she, she got like, uh, some, <coughs> excuse me. So she got something on her foot. I, I think I said it wrong. Shlifa Masanai means she took off her shoes. She didn't have shoes anymore, I guess. Uh, there was no shoes to buy. So she went out into the market to see if there was something to buy. Isolate part of cross. She got some tsoa or something on the bottom of her foot. For me, and she died from being an istanist, right? She's a rich woman. All of a sudden she has tsoa on her foot. Karla Rebbechem and Zakai. Rebbechem and Zakai said about her the Pasuk. Haracha boch vanuga shaloi nispa kafraglo. So that's referring to the kafraglo that she stepped on some of the tsoa. And that's what killed her. I mean, another version of the story. She ate the dates of Rabbi Tzaddik. We'll talk about what those were in a second. The Istano Mesa, and she got, she was very, obviously, a very rich person. She was not used to that kind of stuff. And the, whatever sickness of Tzaddik has, we'll talk in a second, she was disgusted by it, and that caused her to die. What's the story? The Tzaddik, Tzaddik was a big Tzaddik, and he fasted for 40 years, 4D, 4-0 years, uh, there shouldn't be a Chorban bias. He saw what was coming. When he actually ate something, it sounds like he ate at night. So, you could see the food going down in his body. When he wanted to get himself healthy after these long tanesim, they would bring to him, I said dates, I meant figs, they brought him a te'enim yveshes, and he would suck the juice out of it. He would suck the juice out of a shadow and throw it away. And on those figs was some of whatever disease he had, obviously malnourished disease, and that's what she ate, and that's what killed her. When she was about to die, Ifka called Dava Vekaspas. Going back to Marta by Spice, she took all the gold and silver out, Vishadil Bashuka, she threw it out in the street. Amar, hi, Lamai Bali, what do I need all this gold and silver for? It's worthless. I'm very, very rich, but I can't buy any food. Throw all the gold and silver into the street because they have nothing to eat, anyways, they can't buy anything with it. So getting back to the Baryani, Abba Sikra was raised by Yarni He was actually the head of these Baryanim who wanted to make the war, who burned down all the storehouses. Barakse the Bechem He was the nephew of Bechem and Zaki, who was obviously the head of the Talmud Chacham, what we would normally call the Prussian. So Shalach Leish Bechem sent to his nephew, to Abba Sikra, Tabatzin Legabai, come, I, I want to negotiate with you. Uh, so he came. How long are you going to do this and not allow us, the Tamed to go outside and try to make peace? Everyone's going to die in hunger. 
I'm like, my oven, what am I going to do? Damino, Lamidi, if I try to say something, Kotluli, they'll kill me. You know, it's, even though he was the head of the Bayonim, there's many more of them, and they will kill him. So I'm like, said, said, I have an Eitzah. Get me an I'm sorry, get me an Eitzah. The Eipuk, that I should be able to go out from the city, and I'll go negotiate a peace settlement with the Romans. So, maybe I won't be able to negotiate a full peace settlement, but at least a partial peace settlement. So I'm like, so Abbasikra said, I have a plan. Pretend like you're sick. And everyone will come visit you. See that you're very sick. Then bring something that's very bad smell. The agony And put it next to your bed. People will think you died. And therefore that's the foul smell of the rotting body. Make sure when they take you out in a coffin, when you won't really be dead, it's only your Talmidim. Nobody else. Because they won't feel that a de- we know a dead body, dead weight, either weighs more than live weight. And therefore, if, they, if someone else carries you out, they might figure out that you're alive. So make sure it's only Talmidim. They know that a live person is lighter, easier to carry than a dead person. So, and then you'll be able to be taken out of the city to go negotiate with the Romans. Okay, so what happened? Avrachi, he did this. They picked him up. When they got to the door of the city to go out of the Chaim of Hashem to bury him outside, they said, Oh, we want to make sure he's dead. Let's stab him. His nephew said, What are you talking about? They're going to think we, we stab rabbis? So they said, Well, poke him. They're going to poke Rabbanim, and therefore. Don't leave him alone. Pasach Lebava, they opened the doors of Yerushalayim. Nafak, and they let Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shur and Rabbi Lazar out, Rabbi Yezer out, to bring Rabbi Yechon and Zaki out to Ilu B. Berry, but of course, he was alive. When they got outside the city and they got to where Aspasianus was camped, so Amar, Shalom Aleichem Malkus, Rabbi Yechon and Zaki said to Aspasianus, Shalom Aleichem Melech. Shalom Aleichem Malkus, that's what he used to say, it's a double. Amar Leis, Aspasianus said to Rabbi Yechon and Zaki, Mechayv Trekatol, Yechayv Misa Maman of Shach. So what are you talking about? Why? He says, You called me a king. And that's not appropriate to call someone who's not the king the king. If you think I am the king, so why don't you come to me till now? So Either I am the king and you should have told me earlier, somehow you have information that I don't have, or from that the king, that itself is an insult to the king. If you do that, if you call me the king, Amalei, so Berchan and Sachan said, no. The Kamalav Malkana, when you said that you're not a king, Ivra Malkana, you must be the king, or you will be the king very shortly. The love Malkat, if not the Vedic king, there's no way you're going to beat Yushalayim, and it's very clear to Berchan and Zaki at this stage that Aspasianus is going to win. How does he know that he must be a king? The Pasuk in Yeshaya says, Ba'adir Yipol, which is the Beis Amikdosh, will fall in the hands of Adir. And Adir, Adir Mimenu, it says, Mushali Bekir so you see that Adir is referring to a Moishal, a king. And So therefore, only a king of Rome will be able to destroy Yushayim. And it's very clear to me, Rabbi Echem Zaka says that you're going to be successful. It must be you're a king. Why didn't I come till now? The Bayuni didn't let me. I would have come earlier to negotiate with you and I would have told you, Ki'ilu, you're going to be the king. But the Bayuni did not let you. Let me. Amr Leis, Aspasiani said to him, Ilu Chavash Dvash, if you have a barrel of honey, the dark and you have some sort of snake on it, you can break the Chavash to get rid of the snake. And therefore, you should have broken down the walls of Yushalayim to get rid of the Bayuni. Ishtik. Rechem and Zakai did not respond to that taina that he should have broken down the walls of Yerushalayim and let the Baryani get killed. 
So Karl Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, "Vitemer Rekiva." Some say Rekiva said, "Meishiv Chacham Achav or Daitam Yisakel." Koshpochu makes Chachamim think a little bit backwards, and he's makalkal the das that sometimes in these moments of intense negotiation or intense uh, situations, Tamilcham don't necessarily find the right answer. Why? He should have said to him, "Shaklinam Safta." You don't have to break the barrel to get rid of the snake. You could just take a of forceps of some kind, uh, and, and remove the dark and kill him. You don't have to, you don't have to break the barrel. That's what Rebbe Yechon should have said, but he didn't. Okay. A shliach of some sort came from Rome, and he said to us, stand up, the misle keser, the keser in Rome died, the senate involved in Rome voted that you should be the king. So you're the new king. Titaka was the king. He was wearing one shoe and the other one not. He wanted to put on his other shoe. Aspasianus, he couldn't fit it on. He tried to take off the one shoe that was on. Enough, he couldn't get it off. Aspasianus said to Rabbi Why can't I put on my other shoe? Why can't I take off the one that's on? Don't be nervous. You heard good news that you're going to be the king, and therefore your feet swell up. It makes your feet swell. So what should I do? Find someone you hate to walk by you. You should walk in front of you. That will make it, the swelling go down. He was able to put the second shoe on. So Aspasianus was impressed with the Yechon and Benzakeh's political and scientific knowledge. If you're so smart, why didn't you come to me before to negotiate a good settlement? I already told you, the Bayonim didn't let me. I already told you, you should have broken down the walls and we could have negotiated. Okay, back and forth. So Aspasianus said to Abiyach, listen, Mezal Azlina, I have to leave now, I gotta go to Rome, because I'm gonna become the king. I'm gonna send somebody else to finish this job off and destroy Yerushalayim. If you ask me something, I will negotiate with you now, a certain sort of settlement that will save some things. So Abiyach and Zakai said, I have three requests. First of all, attend the Yavna Vichamel, leave the Yeshiva and Yavna and all the Tamecham there, so Tyrus should still be held. Leave me the Nesim of Rabbi Gamliel that they can still run the political show over here and make things happen. And Rabbi Tzadik, who was fasting for all these years, and obviously in part of he, he attributed apparently some of the success here to hit that schus, send me a doctor to help Rabbi Tzadik. Okay. So again, again, Rabbi Yechamanzake seemingly asked for the wrong things. He could have just said, okay, so don't destroy Yerushalayim now. Leave me alone. Let's negotiate a settlement. We'll be good servants and we'll pay you taxes and don't destroy Yerushalayim. But he didn't. Could be, or could be Rabbi Yechamanzake held the Kuli Haile of it. So he said, if I, if, if I ask for that, the king will say, you're crazy and throw me out. So that's all important. And then I won't even have a little bit. So he asked for only these small, relatively small, three things. So, the doctor, so he sent the doctor to take care of Rabbi Tzaddik. The doctor that came from Tzaddik Mahi, what did he do? He gave him to drink a little bit of water that was soaked in suba, that was soaked in like flax, very, very light, and he could just be soak it, just soak it out of the flax, a little bit of water. And let his stomach get adjusted after four fasting, for 40 years. The next day, Maya uh, Disipuka, water that was soaked with uh, subin that were much thicker, so therefore was a little bit more nutrients in the water. Lamacher, Maya Dekimcha, from flour, Adarava, Chmei, until the stomach expanded, port to port a little bit at a time. 
Uh, fine. So that's how they took care of Rabbi Tzaddik. Azul, so Ni Aspasianis left, Vishadil Titus Arosho, and he sent, oh, Nebuch, he sent Titus. The Pasik says in Devarim, Va'amar boy. And this is referring to this Russia who's coming on Klai Yisrael and thinks he's stronger than Klai Yisrael, thinking he's quote, stronger than Akarosh Bochum. That Titus Arosha Shechirif Egidov Kapi Maila that he said Chavas Vashalom that Akshpachu cannot defeat him. Ma also Tofar Zayin Biyada he knew Klai Yisrael is always getting punished for his nos. He got a Zayna Venichas the base Kachik Adoshim Vitzias Sefetari Loyd out of Sefetari Varvala Aver and he was Mizana. Not Osayif he took a knife Vegidir as a Preches he cut the Preches Venasa Neis for Yedama Vatsiv Tziotzi blood came out of the Preches. Vekasava Shahar Gesatzma he thought Kaviyachol Chas Vashalom he killed the Kashpachu. Shenemar Shagut Zorecha Bekerv Moyadech. They will scream and shout in the Besamikdash, Samu Oisus Ois Ois Ois, and there will be an Ois that will be Ikeilu. He thought that he killed Chasvashol Hashem. Abachanan Amar Abachanan says the pasuk says Mika Moicha Chasin Ka Pasuk in Tehillim, and we say Mika Moicha Chasin Vikasha Sheatashemei Ani Utsay Vikidufa Sheshras Vashaisik. There's a special midah of Kashpochu. The Kashpochu is soivel and he hears these Chasvashol horrible things happening about Mamash Rasha in the Kurdish Kedushim with his and he's quiet. There's a midah called Shtika. Another pasuk we see this midah of Shtika. Mika Meicha Ba'elim Hashem. We have an Azyashir. We dash Mika Meicha Be'ilmim. Sometimes a Kashpochu has a midah called Shtika. So also, so what happened to this Titus? Not all the Preich. He took the Preiches, which which just had the blood coming at him. Ve'viu Gargaguti. He made it like a basket. Ve'viu Kol Kelim Shem Migdash Ve'Nichem. And he put all the Kelim in the Migdash that he stole, and he put it in this basket made out of the Preiches. Ve'Shim B'Sfini put it in a boat. Le'Lech Le'Shtabech Be'Iroi to go back to Rome. Shanamar the pasuk says v'chei the pasuk is in kehelas v'chei ruisi v'shoim kivurim ubo they will kivurim we'll see what that means umakam kodesh aleichu they go into the kodesh kedoshim v'shtakhu beir sherkein asu and we darshan hatuki kivurim ella kivutzim we're saying kivutzim is that they're gathering everything together hatuki v'shtakhu ella yishtabchu that they were being mishtabech in what they gathered. Yikadiyam kivurim mamash, they feel mitu mitchin miglaila, and even hidden things under the ground in the base of Mikdash, money, etc., they stole. Amen al nachshel shabiyam letoivah. It's like a spoch who said, I'm going to go to war with this Titus, and I'm going to make a a, a big wave that's going to overthrow the boat. Amar, Titus said, Kimidumani shalahem shalahelu, ain't vrasa mamayim. Oh, God is only strong on the water. Baparai, tava mamayim by the Yamsuf. Basisra, tava mamayim by Nachal Kishon. And therefore, afuayim and alayla to any mamayim on the way back to Rome. And Giberu, if God thinks he's so strong, chas v'shalom, yalali abashav yasimim uchamo, come let's fight on the ground. I, ground, I have good soldiers. That's a baskel. Kilo baskel came out and said, "Remember, Russia, Ben Russia, Ben Ben Oishal, Esav Russia, Beria Kali Hashem. You have a small little Bria, Vietoshmoy, mosquito, some sort of bug. Amai Kerle Bria Kala. Why is Bria Kala? The Maala Il Isle. It eats. Umafkin Alessa. It doesn't even excrete anything. It's so tiny. It doesn't have a a, a digestive system. Ali Abasha, go on to dry land. Vatasi Memochama. You'll see if you can even fight this tiny little bug." Allah Yabasha Titus went on to the dry land. A bug went into his nose. Venika Ramaycha Shavasharma started eating away at his brain for seven years. Yumachad, one day, he went past the blacksmith's house. Shama called Arzapta, and he heard the banging of the hammer. And it stopped digging in his head. Shamar, Titus said, Oh, I finally found something that could stop this crazy biting in my head. He brought a blacksmith to his house. Come, the Nachri, if it was a Goyish Bach, it was all the Abruzzi, paid him four zoos. The Yisrael, Amalei Mistayach, the Kazin Basanach, he said, No, I'm not paying you nothing. It's you, your scars that you see that me who destroyed the Basimikish are in so much pain. 
But it only worked for 30 days. The bug got used to the noise, didn't care anymore. He was eating away at his brain. I was there. When Sitos died, they did a autopsy on his brain. This tiny little bug had grown from eating out his brain the size of a small bird. Like a one year old bird. It was two liters. Its mouth was made out of like metal. Its claws were made out of barzal, of iron, and that's how I was able to eat away. When he was about to die, Titus, he said to the people around him, burn my body, cremate me. Spread my ashes on the seven seas. So the Jewish God should not find him and look me with Din and take me to Din. He was still afraid. But the story doesn't end. Unculus by Kloinicus by Titus Havi, the famous Unculus that we're familiar with from the Targum, he was Titus's nephew. Boilag, after Titus was killed, he was Bimigaya. Boilagure, he was going to be Megaya. Also, ask Titus Benigdo. He brought up Titus with Kishuf. Oiv, Kishuf. He was able to talk to the, the Nefesh of Titus. No, tell me what's going on in the real world, in the next world. Amalei Yisrael, Yisrael is the best. I should be Megayer. Amalei, you crazy? They have too many mitzvahs. For the mitzvahs, you'll never keep their mitzvahs. Go start up with them. Whoever fights with the Jews will actually be successful, at least in other mahazah. We say in Eicha. At least you'll have other mahazah. What happens to you, Titus? He said to him, So, for what I was going on myself, that it happens to me. Every day they gather up all my ashes from all around the world. They burn me and they spread it out on the seven nations, on the seven seas. Again, whatever this means in the other MS, this was some kind of terrible Einish. So, Unculus was not done yet. He went and spoke to Bilam with Kishuf. Amalei said to Bilam, Man chashu ba'uama, Amalei Yisrael, Ma'al ba'bukir, Should I become a geir? Amalei lo'i tidrei shleim te'vasim kol ayomim, Stay away from Klai Yisrael. Amalei dinu ma'avimai, What happens to you? Amalei b'shiv chazer o'isachas, He was mezana with his animals, etc. So every day he's killed or done in shiv chazer that's boiling. Azal aske benigdei mipayishi Yisrael, Which we say in the pre-censored version of this Gemara, This was like Yeshu. He said, you should do good with them, fine, but don't go anywhere near bad things to them. Anybody who starts up with Klai Yisrael, it's like touching your own eye, it's, it's crazy dangerous. What happens to you every day? He's burned in burning tzoyah. The issue started up with the Divrei Chachamim. He didn't believe in Teresh Valpeh. Says the Gemara, just as a finishing point on this sugya. You look at the difference Yisrael. That that uh, they said they should do good things to Klai Yisrael. He said to Hayvim Drash Rasam Loi Tidrash by Yeshu Navim Musa Oylem Avdei Avadazar. Whereas Bilam said that you should stay away from them. Like Sidrash Shleimim Vteivasim Kolayim, stay away from them always. So Yeshu was a Jew. He at least understood that. Whereas the the, the Navi Umus Oylem Bilam he Lamaisa said you should have nothing to do with Klai Yisrael at all. Uh, <clears throat> 
One more piece. Look how much someone was could release the damage. Again, the whole stories that we just started the sugya with was Barakamsa got embarrassed and it was the Balsuda, and that led to the Khurban. So you see how careful people have to be with Bishra. So that is the story of Kamsa and Barakamsa. Mr. Shem tomorrow we'll talk more about the other stories that we referred to.